Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Life and Books and Everything. I'm Kevin DeYoung. This is a special bonus episode where we are going to talk about the biggest story Bible storybook. And I am joined by none other than Don Clark. Don and I go back so far, actually. We, we, we don't, but it's been a real joy to work with Don. We're on opposite sides of the country, so we've talked, and we hardly ever even see each other, so we're at least yeah. seeing each other here. Don, thank you for being on the podcast, and thank you most of all for the amazing work you've done with all of this Biggest Story material. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it's a pleasure to be speaking to you. And yeah, hopefully someday we'll be able to meet in person. Um, <laughs> I know. It's, uh, yeah, no, the, the, this project is is one of those kind of, you know, monumental legacy, you know, once in a lifetime, if that type project, and especially as a as a believer and, a, and an illustrator. So, um, you know, I've I've done a, a lot of, I spent a lot of time reading over what you've written and, you know, pondering how am I going to, you know, interpret this uh, on the page. So I'm very familiar with your, with your writings. <laughs> yeah, that's right. More, more than you might want to be. So uh, just tell, we'll talk about this book, but tell us a, a little bit about yourself and how you got into artistic stuff. You've worked, you've done a lot of cool stuff for a lot of big companies. But as you said, obviously, you're a believer, and that's most important. So just give us a little bit about yourself and some of the work you've done. Yeah. Uh, so um, my brother and I uh, have always been into design and, um, you know, drawing ever since we can remember. Our grandfather was an illustrator at NASA for over 30 years. So oh, wow. he was kind of he was kind of proof positive that you could make a living, you know, um, in the arts and in kind of a blue collar fashion. I mean, you know, he punched a clock. He was an, he was an illustrator. That was his job. And um, I think when people think of, you know, artists, they think of starving artists or they think of painters or something like that. And um, he was, uh, you know, kind of the conduit for us in terms of like, okay, yeah, we could make a career doing this. Um, we've been doing it professionally for 22 years now, which is crazy to say. Um, wow. uh, and, yeah, but most of our work is is commercial illustration for clients. Um, however, over the last you know ten years, it's it's you know I'm doing a lot more books and and we're kind of releasing our own products and and things like that. So I think the most one of the things I love about what I get to do is I never know who's going to call. You know, I, I don't. <laughs> you know, we've done stamps for the post office and um, you know books and murals and you know it's 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 a lot of fun and I'm, we're, we're super thankful. Yeah, that's great. Uh, lots of things I'd love to ask about there. Let me just go back to the biggest story, which came out, I forget when, several years, a number of years yeah. ago. And, uh, so I had this idea. It'd been sort of a dream of mine. I'd written this sermon for my congregation, a Christmas sermon. And I kind of told the story up to the Christmas point. And I even said at that, this is, over 10 years ago, I said, oh, I, I can't draw worth anything. I would love to someday this be a book and just picture parents and kids and grandparents sitting down around the fire reading this Christmas story. And then I told more of the story, went to the resurrection and sort of made it the whole sweep of redemptive history. And Crossway said, yeah, we'd like to, but boy, you know, children's books are really hit or miss. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they are a lot of time 
their money to produce. And sometimes they just don't do anything, but sometimes they do. So they, they were willing to take a chance on it. And I didn't know exactly what I wanted the illustrations to look like, but I knew what I didn't want them to look like. Right. I, I didn't want it to, and no offense to all these things I'm going to mention here, but I didn't want it the old school Sunday school sort of comic book kind of drawings. Mm -hmm. I didn't mm -hmm. want a Disneyfication version with great big saucer eyes and soft <laughs> right, features. Right. And I didn't want it, you know, so kind of avant-garde that you looked and you're like, oh, well, that's artsy, but I'm not sure right. I want to look at it. Right. So they actually went through a, a lot of, hey, what about this? What about this? And I kept saying, yeah, that's not it. That's not it. That's close. And, not... and then they showed some of your work and it really was immediate. This is really, really amazing. How did you come up with, now I've seen other work you've done and there's similar concepts and colors, but how did you come up with the scheme and the colors and what you wanted to do for the biggest story, which you've carried over into this storybook Bible? And I think it's fair to say, if imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, you, you really have, you've come up with a style that now I see other people in, in mm -hmm. fine way, but other people doing something that looks similar and they're trying to get the Don Clark look. <laughs> So how did you come up with the look that you wanted? Yeah, so um, great question. I mean, I think as a commercial illustrator, um, I'm always thinking about what, you know, what is the task at hand? I'm being asked to do something for a specific client or company. Who's the audience? You know, we worked with Target for 13 years, you know, with doing um, in-store graphics and products for them. So you know, we know their audience. And so that's part of kind of my job as a commercial illustrator. With this project, um, I actually had gotten asked from Crossway, uh, you know, hey, do you do you know of anyone that would want to do this? Um, almost like, you know, asking me for recommendations. And I said, yeah. I said, what about, what if I tried it? <laughs> and um, they were like, serious? You'd, you'd be into that? And I'm like, well, you know, I collect you know, vintage children's Bibles and and all kinds of just old books. So I've, you know, as a, as a Christian and an, as an artist, I mean, that's, that's like a bucket list thing. So um, kind of like yourself, I didn't want it to be, you know, cartoony and fluffy and, um, you know, earth tones. Obviously we know what it looked like back then, but I really wanted to, to, um, be, I want it to be heavy, heavily stylized while while keeping the truth intact, right? And something right. that would draw kids and family families in. And, and um, you know, again, my my love is like 1940s to 1970s illustration. Mm. So kind of that sweet era um, that my grandfather worked in. And I have mm. I have some beautiful Bibles by this couple, um, Alice and Martin Provinson. They're both passed away at this at this point, but. I, I just love their Bibles that they did. And so that was kind of the gold standard. And so I was heavily influenced by them, but also I want it to be my own thing and, and its own thing and have it live um, in, you know, in modern times. Um, but also feel like, gosh, I want, this needs to look great in a hundred years, you know, like, so there's a lot of, a lot of thought went into that. And it's, what's pretty cool is one of the things I'm most proud of is it's kind of like its own, I kind of created this world that, you know, I hadn't seen before in, yep. in Bible stories and children's Bibles, um, which is super cool. And again, going back to like 
the things you didn't want to see, you know, I wanted to see kind of those stories told in a, in a stylistic and, and um, special way, but I also wanted to create uh, more abstract pieces that spark dialogue between parents and children. And, you know, um, maybe it doesn't, maybe, maybe it's a beautiful image, but maybe the child doesn't understand it right away, you know, and then mom and dad can go, Oh, this is what I see here. What do you see? Um, and yeah, so that was, you know, when I was at Crossway, one of the things that I thought was pretty cool is um, someone said, what I love about this book is you never know what's going to be on the next page. Yeah. And, and that was kind of, that was, a, that was cool to hear. Cause you know, so many times you kind of expect the same exact type of thing. And right. so anyways, right. yeah, yeah, that was my, that well, was my vision. Well, you, you, you absolutely succeeded. And I'd be saying that even if I wasn't the author of it, I think <laughs> everyone, everyone agrees with that. Uh, just the, the gifts the Lord's given you and the hard work. I want to talk about some specifics in it, but before we get there a little bit about the process. So we did that book together and that, you know, takes, that's 10 chapters. It probably takes 20 minutes to read through. You can read through with your kids in one sitting. We did a little book, the ABC book, which was, was, you know, just a little short project. Mm -hmm. And then, then Crossway had this big idea. I don't know if people can see it. I mean, this, this may be the biggest book I ever write. Of course, most of it's (laughs) not my, writing. So it's 104 stories. And it was a lot of work for me. And it was a lot more work for you. So I worked on it over, I don't know, a a few years. Uh, Usually I get a study time in the summer. And I tell people it was a very different writing process for me. Because if you write enough, if I write a different kind of book, you can I can get on a roll and wow, 2000 words, I'm making an argument, I'm doing but each of these had to be its own self-contained unit, 104 mm-hmm. stories. And, uh, you know, the readers will have to decide if, if I succeeded in this or not. But I really took seriously that each story had to have something of its own narrative arc. I had to think about, I wanted to tell it close enough to scripture that obviously I'm not making stuff up. Mm-hmm. And yet playful so and, and different so that people, okay, well, I'm reading not the Bible, but I'm reading a storybook Bible. And so I really took a lot of time with with each story. I went back, I read commentaries, I read old sermons that I had written to say, what's the what's the theological aim here? What's the arc of it? And so it was a much more laborious process. And I don't mean it was bad, but it just sure. it took more time for me than I thought it would, because each of those stories had to have its own kind of life and and research and took several years. Now, having said that, I know it was even more work, monumentally more work for you. Tell us about that. And uh, I mean, it it was basically like two years of a full-time job. How did you go about this? Yeah. So it's kind of now looking back, I can kind of laugh at it because it's now, now it's out and it's going to be in stores soon, but like it was a, it was a rocky start, you know? So this all started with, the biggest story had come out and Josh Dennis and I were talking about like, gosh, it would, there's just so much more that we could do in this world. And and Josh was like, Hey, what would you think about, I mean, should we approach Kevin on doing the whole thing? And, you know, I was like, Oh, well, I just finished this book. Let me you know, take a little <laughs> break. But, but you know, the talk started and um, I did all this kind of this math to figure out like how I could pull off a 400 or yeah, I think it's like 450 pages or something. Yeah. You know, I did all this math trying to figure out, okay, it would take me this much time if I kind of kept, you know, 
working with commercial, you know, doing my commercial illustration job, but also doing this. And um, I was so proud of it. I was like, I got it dialed in. Here's what it's going to take. It's going to take three years. <laughs> and so Josh was like, okay, three years, let's do this. And so two years go by and I haven't started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's not a good start. No, it's not. So, um, and it, what it was is it's just this, it's fear, right? It's like this, this huge monumental thing that I signed on to do. And it's, you know, I, and, and as an, there's a joke with illustrators, if you give them two weeks or two years, you're going to get the same product. So it's like that, you know, I, I was like, well, I got time. So finally it's like, Don, Don, you got to start this thing. So, um, it was a, it was a little bumpy start with that too. I felt like, I felt like I was being too derivative of the first book. And as an artist, you don't really want to go back to something you already did and kind of revisit those same exact things. So I really, I really thought about, you know, if I'm going to do this and I'm going to love it, which I, which I've already signed on to do, I know I love the idea of it. I need to jump into it. It was, I want to push, I want to push myself and be, you know, just, I want everything to look better than the original book. And um, but also, if you put a page from the original book up to this one, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. totally fits. And I think, honestly, by the New Testament, I got, <laughs> I was there. And then I, I felt really good about it because I was working on it every single day. And then, honestly, the pandemic was this, like, I, I made a comment the other day that I shouldn't have in another interview. I said, like, thank God for the pandemic because I was able to <laughs> yeah. work on this. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, uh-huh. no, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Yeah, right, uh, right. Uh, but this was a, this was definitely kind of a, a COVID lockdown book. I mean, I, that's, uh, you know, the, the, the phone wasn't ringing as much and I was able to just jam on this. And again, going back to my silly little math, I mean, with a project like this, you have to do it every day. Like, you know, when, when you really get in the groove, I think, um, I'm, I'm assuming most illustrators are like this with books. It's like, you're in the groove, you're in, in that world and you don't want to, you really don't want to take a few days off. Like you need to stay in it. Um, so all that to say new Testament, I was really happy with that. And then I'm like, well, I need to go back and, and really revisit the old Testament and have that look just as good as what's what it's looking right now. Um, and, you know, my, my deadline kept extending. And then Josh was like, you know what, your, <laughs> our deadline is stopping. You need, yes, you need, right. yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that new deadline was kind of like, okay, I have to finish this. Um, I have a little note on my screen where, where I paint and it just says one page at a time. And that's, that's another thing that was getting me tripped up is that I was focusing on, oh, I got to finish this huge thing. Right. And what I'm really called to do, what I really need to do is just focus on this page today, get finished with this page. And, you know, if it ended tomorrow, I'm, I'm happy with this one page. So, um, it was really a learning process. And, um, some of the, I told, I told the Crossway folks, just some of the best times I've had drawing and it's just, I felt, I felt guided and, and just in a really good place. Um, once I got rolling. And, I mean, that's wonderful. And for me, as someone, I I think a lot about the craft of writing, and I really, I think of it as a craft. And I hope that more Christian writers will think not just, I'm communicating truth, that's good, Mm -hmm. but how to write it. And so you've done that, obviously, as an artist, there's, I'm sure you see it all the time. And, and, you know, people that in their books that have, you know, illustrations, but it's cut and paste. But you're, I mean, Mm -hmm. you're, this is legit 
artistic work. I'm an artistic ignoramus. How do you, <laughs> what, how did you start each? I mean, do you go right to the computer or are you sketching in pencil? Or are you painting with something on a canvas? How did yeah. it work each day? So this um, is a special project because the, I did not do any sketching for this project, which is um, unheard of in my world. You know, I have to present an idea to the client and, mm -hmm. you know, it can be scratchy and rough, but here's what I'm thinking compositionally. With this, I knew that with the first book, because the first book that we did together, that was my first book ever. And it was also 130 pages, which most of my you know, most of my friends, when they do their first book, it's like 24 pages, right? It's a right. picture book. So I, we, we, again, were running out of time on that first book. And I think what happened, what I realized is that a lot of the magic of, of the art was the fact that I was under the gun to get it done and that I was staring at what you had written, pondering over it and just going straight to work. And so with this, I did the same exact thing. I work on this thing called a Cintiq. It's a digital... It's like a giant screen that I paint on, and huh. um, and the brush the brush technology now is is such that you almost can't tell if that it's digital. It's 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 amazing. I, I use really it doesn't feel like an old no you know computer screen. It feels like you're painting. It's amazing, and I I you know I used four different brushes on the book, and so I kind of have my little I have my color palette, and I've got my brushes, and I'm you know depending on what I'm doing, if I'm doing shading or something like that, I'll pick a different brush. Um, but my days were, I'd get to work, I'd figure out what page I'm going to do. I, you know, it's already been paginated by Crossway. So I know exactly what the, the page is going to, um, say. And so it was me literally reading what you wrote, just, you know, uh, I have, I have basically like a bunch of Bibles and, and so I'd flip through stuff. I'd go look, I'd research, like, you know, my favorite era is kind of the Renaissance in terms of Christian artwork. And so like, I would, I would go look at like, okay, how was Jonah and the whale perceived, mm. you know, in the, in the 1500s. Well, I want to, I want to heart, I want to hit those truths, but I don't want it to look like something I've seen. So, um, yeah, I basically have this arsenal research that I would do. Um, but you know, like I would read it and go, well, this needs something compelling. If I do it literal, it's going to be like two bearded guys talking, you know? <laughs> right, so, so, right. so sometimes, Sometimes I would go, so there's a lot of times where I would, I would take the, I would take the general thought or theme that you're hitting home on that page and, and do a piece on that. So. Uh, I want to talk about uh, a couple of specifics and this is like asking who's your favorite kid. Yeah, think, sure, but totally, yeah. Just think about uh, any particular prints or stories or artwork in here stand out. And uh, while you're thinking about that, I'll, I'll give you a few seconds and ramble on. We have, you know, I'm so excited there can be some prints. So with the first book, there are some prints available. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I have one here in my office, you can't see it, but of Jonah and the whale. Um, my daughters have the one you did of Mary hanging up. So there were several that you could just buy and print. And they yep. really make just outstanding artwork on their own. And one of the things I love about the work you've done, Don, so there's colors. You said you didn't want it earth tones. You didn't want it to look like, you know, realistic desert right. Middle East. So there's lots of pop and bright and yet it never, so it's not uh, somber, but it's not chipper. It's mm -hmm. just, it's bright. And there's some pictures that are so 
dare I say, majestic, like some of the pictures in Revelation and New Heavens, New Earth that just have a lot of pop and bright colors mm -hmm. and it just a really wonderful artistic rendering that produce in you, wow, I want to go there. And then you have the ability in some of the other pictures. I'll tell you, my boys like the pictures with skulls yeah, floating totally. in blood. <laughs> and I, I like that. I like, you know, not. I, I don't think it's, you know, it's not scary or yeah but but the bible has scary stories and the bible right. has gritty stories and i really like that you weren't afraid to show some of those things uh it's you know appropriate for kids obviously but it's not sanitized in that yeah. way do you have any particular prints or stories that strike uh strike you as ones you enjoy doing or most proud of yeah well thank you so much i i do look at each page as something that you know, not each page because there are spot illustrations that help tell the story that maybe you don't want to hang on your wall. But I did, I do look at, I do look at um, each kind of big broader story is like, okay, what I, can I, can this live on its own and be a print? Mm -hmm. um, you know, probably my favorite stuff was the creation stuff because in, you know, the very beginning is like there, there's kind of no rules there. I could kind mm -hmm. of do like, you know, how, how would this look? you know, in my mind, how does this look? The creation of like, and this, how do you, how do you like show this in art without trying to be literal of like God speaking this into existence or, or whatever. So it's just, I had a lot of fun with kind of the creation of uh, Adam and Eve and, 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 uh, you know, I'm, I'm depicting like the rib cage and, and there's just, uh, that was fun. Some of the, obviously Daniel in the lion's den, there's like, you know, Jonah, there's kind of these big stories I wanted to, um, well, I wanted to be real special, you know, cause those are some of my favorite stuff in the books that I love. Um, yeah. Revelation was the hardest for sure. Oh <laughs> really? Like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. just, I'm looking through it right now. I mean, I think those are some of the best, but I can understand why yeah. they'd be hardest. Okay. Give us heaven. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, that that's some of the, um, you know, even it's interesting. I think even like the some of the the beasts in the, the end of Revelation. Yeah. So lamb, like that, yeah. for instance, that lamb. I think, if I'm not mistaken, in Revelation, that lamb actually has like six eyes uh, and six horns or something like that. So I'm like, okay, yeah, this isn't gonna look that that I, I'm I'm having a trouble kind of depicting that in this style. So then I go back to the Renaissance and I see that there's a lot of painters that left that out. And so I was like, okay, I feel safe in, in leaving some of this stuff out. Um, but yeah, that uh, revelation was hard just because again, it's like people have, <laughs> people have a lot of opinions about the Bible. It turns out. And you know, it it's, turns it's, out, one yeah. those, <laughs> it's one of those things where you don't, you know, um, it's, you know, you, that specific, that specific book, I think, was probably the dip, the, the hardest. Yeah. However, there's a lot of my a lot of my favorite pieces are in that section. So, yeah, I, I did. You mentioned Daniel. I I love Daniel in the Lion's Den. Was great. I wonder, and it you, you may not remember this one, but one of the stories that I'm just interested as the book comes out, if people comment on it, because I intentionally picked this obscure story that actually appears three times in the Bible. It was the daughters of Zelophehad. Yes, yeah, totally. What did you think when you got that? Daughters of Zelophehad. What do I do? here with this weird story well you know what that story actually was the catalyst to me stepping up my game in illustrating females in this book because you know it's easy to do a bearded guy right i mean there's a yeah. lot of them there's a lot of them in this a lot book, of bearded so, guys yeah. yeah yeah 
but I wanted to, I wanted the, the women in this book to also be, to, to have as much care as I'd put it into all these other characters. And so obviously there's a lot of men in this book, right? So, um, so in the first biggest story, I kind of had nondescript faces for women. It was just kind of their eyes and maybe their nose, you know? And so this, um, I think that story, yeah. And then, so that kind of set the stage for how I was going to interpret um, women in, in the Bible. And that turned out to be some of my favorite stuff. Drawing women was, it was really, there's headdresses and they mm -hmm. had, you know, I was able to just do much more unique facial features. Um, and I even kind of went back and changed some of the stuff I had done on the first book. I mean, as a Star Wars fan, I, I, I don't like it when George Lucas did that. However, I, <laughs> I, had, to, I had to go back and do, do, uh, do some- No Hayden Christensen stuff. appears in the book. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was like, a, actually I thought that was a really cool uh, part that you put in the, in the book because it was um, unexpected. Yeah, so last question. Uh, you got a copy probably a few weeks ago. I did too. I've been reading through it. What do your kids think of it? They love it. The whole family's very proud and um, yeah, they couldn't be more excited. Um, you know, they, they supported me as I worked on this uh, long hours and to, to have them hold it and to smell the paper, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. Well, I just want to say again, it was a real, a real privilege to work with you. And if people think of the biggest story, first of all, as, Don Clark's book and Kevin DeYoung wrote <laughs> along with his illustrations. It'd be fine. You did so much work and really exceptional work. So thanks for doing it. And thank you to Crossway who oh, yeah. put us up to this monumental task. I remember I hesitated several years ago. I thought huh, this is going to take at least uh, several years right. of not my nonstop time, but making but, yeah. this a priority. And just some of my friends said, yeah, but you know, with, with Don doing and I mean, if this comes out right, this could be the sort of thing that ends up in families' bookshelves for generations. I mean, that that's up to the Lord. And I, ho I hope so, yeah. But. Well, thank you, Kevin. I wouldn't be here with, you know, if you hadn't had that initial idea. And I'm, I'm so appreciative of your of your trust, honestly, because, um, I, you know, I've done other books. I've worked in this world for a long time, and um, it, it doesn't usually go as this smooth. So <laughs> thank yeah. you. Well, yeah. Thank you. Uh, and uh, thanks for taking the time to be here. Look forward to see what your next projects are and and getting the, the cool NASA posters I've seen you do. And I didn't know awesome. that about your grandfather. So that's a yeah, great yeah. connection. So thank you, Don. And thank yeah, you to our listeners. Until next time, glorify God, enjoy him forever, and read a good book and maybe even one with good pictures. <laughs> <laughs>